previously on Many Realms. The crew arrives in the city of Clovis, where they will conduct their heist of Governor Varma's precursor artifact, the Florb. After an intense reunion with Clara's siblings, the crew stakes out Varma's residence, hoping to get a lay of the land. They hatch a plan to have Leo infiltrate the event as a guard, but he is badly wounded in his attempt to obtain a hegemony uniform, leaving November to fill his shoes. Hi, I'm Jory. I play Shayna, the pilot, and it's good to be here. Hi, I'm Eli. I play Clara, the mechanic, and it's good to be here. Hey, everyone. It's your boy, Jordan. Uh, I play Leo, the scoundrel, and it is good to be here. Hi, I'm Jillian. I play November the Stitch, and it is good to be here. Confirmed. And I'm Jesse, the GM. Set phasers to fun, and welcome to Many Realms. uncomfortable in this outfit because well it wasn't supposed to be them wearing it and you know they've got Clara in one ear and they're worried about Shayna and they're worried about Leo and you know how everybody keeps throwing themselves in front of guns or whatever um and November in some ways feels like you know wearing this uniform is like being back in the mine in a lot of ways because, you know, she's fixing up bodies only to throw them back <laughs> into the line of fire. Um, so uh, her mind is definitely racing as, um, you know, she tries to straighten her posture as much as possible and embody the role that she should be playing tonight. And, um, you know, just walks up to this ridiculous, luxurious mansion on this garbage planet. Um, you know, it's a, an amount of money and luxury that, you know, she can't even, like, fathom ever having for herself. Mm-hmm. Governor Varma's manner is beautiful, even as Clovis is maybe a little sterile, immaculate, but passionless, cold. Governor Varma's house is decked in beautiful, warm, golden light, especially now at the party. The sort of tiered courtyard garden at the front of the property is abuzz with scores of people murmuring, drinking champagne, admiring the scenery. And uh, it it is, yeah, a level of luxury that is uh, unfathomable. The guard that Leo <laughs> dealt with or, or stole the clothes from has a key card in his pocket. And November, you hold your breath as you press it against the terminal. Buzzes, flashes green, the gate slides open, you step through, and it shuts behind you. You're in the sort of back lot of Governor Varma's manor. To your right, there is a path leading to a solid-sized like little guardhouse kind of built into the corner. That's where you saw the um, uh, the automated drones that took down Jeeves earlier this afternoon. You can see them resting in their little notches at the top of the building, and it looks like, um, yeah, it's that's where the guards are hanging out when they're out on shift. You maybe see one or two people milling about towards the terrace at the back, wrapping around the front of the property, but otherwise, um, it's pretty quiet back here. Uh, this is November. Do you read me? I read you. What do you see? 
well, made it through the gate all right, and uh, uh, I guess the next thing to do is to get into the house and uh, see what they've got set up. Clara says, all right, not to be difficult, but let's try the back door before I do anything remote. November, you cast your eye around the backyard. You don't see anyone else here, so you head up the manicured lawn, these like stone steps to the back door. You press the key card again, and it flashes, uh, ushering you into a shadowy surface corridor that runs along the rear of the house. Um, before we get too much further, I want to cut around the rest of you. Maybe let's go back to Clara. You're, you're waiting out, you know. Um, so you've got what? Do you have November kind of in one feed? And then is Shayna hooked up? Yeah. So what are you telling Shayna? Clara then gives Shayna a bit of a rundown, I guess, on like the most important people in Clovis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are what are Governor Varma's interests, likes and dislikes? Oh, God. Hmm. She loves um, a good like history and art and being able to talk about High society, and that's that's why Governor Varma, lo- Varma loves to like show off the florb and stuff. It's like, look at how hard this was to procure from my dig site, and yeah. Well, yeah, so this is good, but like, is our Shane? Are you past the invitation checkpoint? What are you seeing? Are you in the garden? What's up? Um, what are you wearing? Yeah, I was gonna. Who say are that. you wearing? I'm. Who am I wearing? This is Quincy for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am like also extremely hurt. I think I have, like, somewhere in the back of my, like, extremely utilitarian closet, like, a dress I can, like, whip out. Probably the same thing I wore to Nuff. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, maybe a little bit, like, a, li- a little bit like I'm wearing a club dress to, like, the Oscars, you know? Sure. It's maybe a little shiny and a little short for the occasion. I think I'm kind of, like, swanning around and sh- schmoozing and, like, have, a, like, a cocktail with me that I've taken i'm i'm happy to be like pretending to be at this party i'm having a good time but i am i'm here to hear it steal a floor i don't think i do a good job of being like appropriate let's get into that i think you you are in this um this so yeah it's sort of like a three tiered sort of lawns that cascade down at the front of the property um the you know kind of artificially grown ramrod straight trees are festooned with lights and governor varma has a couple of uh more than a couple maybe half a dozen performers that are dressed in colorful costumes that are doing maybe some sorts of feats of acrobatics or like lyrical dance um on different parts of the lawn um, Shayna, as you idly kind of step up these uh, stairs, uh, champagne is offered to you on some anonymous tray, and you are beset upon by um, a trio of women. They are all kind of uh, ghastly pale. They have really elaborate hairdos with lots of little tufts and coils and curls, um, and their dresses are a lot more... Uh, elegant and detailed, heavy with embroidery, with like long draping sleeves. You're getting the sense as you look around that um, the fashion sense of this this intellectual, cultural, hegemony elite set is very conservative and very traditional, which I don't think is the outfit you just described to me. <laughs> the mean girls. <laughs> I didn't say they were mean. Um, okay, there's three of them. Damn that's mean. the number of meanness. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Um, and they, they flock to you, Sheena. And the one who seems to be the leader with the shiniest hair says, Oh, are you here without a date? Oh, please introduce yourselves, please. It's so nice to meet someone new at one of these parties. I'm Matilda. Hi, Matilda. My name is Caroline. I'm here from Voss. Um, this is my first time out this far. Uh, everything looks so, uh, elegant. From Voss, you poor thing. I bet you've never even seen grass before. Oh, how wonderful. We must show you around. We have some turf on Voss, but yeah, it's not the real thing. It's, please, please give me the tour. What brings you all the way to our little Baftoma? I'm here on business. Um, my boss sent me here to maybe speak to Varma about some of some importing of some of the um, rarer rocks we got um, that we just found a, a deposit of some rare emeralds that we just uncovered. And, you know, we have a lot of takers, but I've come to Baftoma to see what the um, what the bid is. Well, how lovely. I'm sure everyone here would love to see your um, your fancy little rocks. Uh, a word of advice, though, dear. Uh, this is not exactly how those wishing to conduct business would dress themselves here in Clovis. And certainly if you want Governor Varma to take you seriously, you might want to uh, change. I'm sure you can have one of your servants bring you something quickly enough. Um, I laugh. And I say, oh, um, I could say the same to you if you were on Voss. Well, we're not on Voss, are we? We aren't. I like to keep a little bit of home with me wherever I go. And I think I'm going to leave Matilda. She uh, smirks and raises her champagne glass to you as you turn in and walk away. Like, there's, there's like some kind of gallery situation? Yeah, you head further up the uh, the lawns this front courtyard so obviously this is like at governor's varma governor varma's home which is something of a a compound um and there is an open sort of uh like a big glass windowed all windows are glass you know what i mean like the whole wall is glass there's like a, a sitting room with all glass walls that looks out over this courtyard so that's where like maybe some of the more uh elite guests are entertained you can mm-hmm. see through people are kind of relaxing on couches and having these kinds of you know smoky business conversations and on the far side of this parlor you can see people are um are entering this like restricted gallery space. There are two big burly guards on either side of this door. They are um, checking people for weapons on their way in. It's like a little bit high security and there's like a long line of very pretty hegemony people who are excited to wait their turn to do a little lap of this space. From here, you can't really see Mm -hmm. the artifacts or the floor if it's there or not, but you definitely know where the entrance is to the gallery space. So I'd have to be able to get through. So I just to get through and just waiting in line and going past these guards. Yeah, which is fine. It's just yeah. like a very limited. Like you go in, you do a circuit, and you leave. Kind of like sure. You know, they don't really want people to Late. linger. Yeah. Um, there are there are things smaller pieces laid out in places like this parlor, or even one or two small displays uh, in the courtyard. Mm-hmm. But they're obviously like much smaller, um, valuable items. Much less valuable. I mean, well, causing a scene outside of the gallery might be the way to go Mm -hmm. what are you telling clara i'm telling clara what you just told me um the uh good stuff is kept behind pretty pretty close guards they're not really letting people linger to give uh dr seven a chance to grab the floor let's uh maybe figure out something to disturb the peace out here can i see i assume clara can see somehow either like 
looking from an outside window or like maybe through your eyes? I would say that if you're wearing any kind of camera, that's fine. Clara can see. I might suggest that it would give you a penalty on sway rolls or similar because while you're talking to people, you're also trying to hide the fact that you are actively spying on them. I have a big bro. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I can be looking in through a window. I like. I want to. I think it's fine. I want to have some. I want it to be a good idea. I just want it to have some weight to it. I was gonna say it's like it'd be cool if it was like a uh, like more of like on your retina, like a like a contact contact that if people like have maintained icon, I maintain eye contact long enough, they could get like Mm -hmm. what's what's going on there. Black mirror, isn't it? It's cool. I like it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Shayna, you are wearing a um, yeah a contact cam. And uh, Clara's got a hookup. I mean, the quality's not amazing. It's also pretty dim out here in the garden, but you can certainly make out what you need to. Seems like we're all kind of on comms together. So we can do a little bit of brainstorming. Clara's first idea is if there's this room full of elites to lock those doors um, so that all the guards are like, why the fuck are these doors locked? Why can't we get into all the most important people at this party? And they start panicking. So like lock all the people into like the VIP room and then set it on fire. Okay. (laughs) Sure. Different energy from Jory. Yeah. (laughs) Good. It's good. Um, I mean, (laughs) Clara over the comm says, I'm just going to lock the door. If there's a fire, there's a fire. And you start hearing the hacking typing sound. How are you hacking into Governor Varma's um, building? Great question, Regis. I don't know. Can November like put a thing on? I'm gonna say yeah. I love that. Yeah. Do you have like a USB that like connects to her smart fridge? Yeah, (laughs) just hack the smart fridge. Clara is able to direct you and generally say like, okay, the study's on the highest floor. It is locked but it's got the classic like you have to stop by this plant that's like close by to the study and there's like a a a hidden key uh (laughs) get that go into the study plug the usb port in okay um november are you interested in doing that yes i think i would ask you to probably make a skulk roll as you are kind of getting into the off-limits areas of this party no it's a two baby oh sorry this is gonna be we got nothing. We're messy. It's good. It's We're starting off on a foot. November, under Clara's instruction, you slip into Governor Varma's study on the second floor of her manor. Uh, whereas the rest of the house is, you know, fairly modern and with, you know, a, a more sophisticated or elegant version of the same building materials and style that you see through the rest of Clovis. This study is really um, a bit of a throwback Thursday. Um, there are floor to ceiling shelves on two walls with, uh, actual paper and like wood books on them, like physical books, which, uh, maybe you've seen in illustrations or museums. Um, there are small, interesting curios and things like that. It seems Governor Varma is a real enthusiast of history. Um, and at her big, uh, sort of crescent-shaped desk in the center of the room, you see a large computer terminal. Um, You try to make your way over and insert this sort of connector port, but even as soon as you um, are crossing the room towards the desk, you hear the sound of footsteps clacking up the hallway uh, towards the study and two voices. What do you want to do? Hide under the desk. Okay. (laughs) 
Yeah. So I think the failure here is that you're not going to be able to get this this connector piece in mm. um, while people are in this room, mm. which they very much are. Um, and you hear the door uh, creak open and uh, two, two sets of feet, two people enter the room. One of them you have to assume is Governor Varma and the other uh, has a voice that you maybe can't place, but it does sound familiar. You think you might have heard it before somewhere. Governor Varma says, um, well, of course I'd be open to doing further research, but I'm not quite sure how much more I can help you, Commander. And the voice responds, I need you to understand, Governor, that this work is of the utmost importance. This intel could be incredibly valuable to the 19th Legion. Ah, shit. What? Well, certainly there are archives we can consult. I'm more than happy to lead this project. It would be helpful, of course, if I had a better understanding of what exactly it was I was looking for. And the male voice replies, it's strictly confidential. You understand how these things work. I've given you all of the information you need. You just need to find it. I understand that this is very important. Uh, certainly, I, I don't mean to be impudent, but... Um, you're, you haven't given me enough to go on, and we're not having any luck, and we've been searching for a long time, and I'm starting to think that you are sending me on some sort of goose chase. I don't think it exists, Commander. And she is cut off suddenly, and uh, you hear her uh, inhale a little sharply, um, and the male voice kind of growls from behind his teeth and says, I don't want to hear you say that ever again. If you can't take this seriously, you have no place in the hegemony. The desk shakes a bit as Governor Varma is shoved back into the front of it. She cries out a little uh, in confusion and fear, and the uh, male voice stops. You hear the boots turning and exiting the study. Governor Varma is sitting on the front of her desk, breathing heavily, and you are crouched under the desk like you are in American Pie. Um, let's cut back to Shayna. What is going on? So I want to like get into the um, VIP room okay. um, and set off like a little smoke bomb, stink bomb. <laughs> Maybe not a stink bomb. Stink bomb! <laughs> Just leaning into the American pie-ness of it. It's just the American pie episode. Yeah, that's good. Um, well, if you want to get into this VIP room, Shayna, there is a... Uh, congenial looking doorman you know who is kind of uh very cheerfully and calmly filtering out the kinds of people who belong in the Mm -hmm. sort of inner sanctum guest room i guess i've already been told that i'm not dressed for this so i probably you told me you weren't dressed for this well here's the thing i'm just repeating it back to you i thought it'd be fun (laughs) it is it is fun but no If Shayna had a, a set of culturally specific formal outfits for each planet she visited, that would be great and a very different character. <laughs> I think the goal is to find an important looking person and get them to get me in. I like this. Okay. Um, certainly there are lots of people who are, uh, maybe there's like an, an inner current of those hovering around the VIP room kind of wishing they could make it in. VIP lights, mm-hmm. B-tier VIPs. Orbiters. Make a consort roll. Um, okay, and we have, like, nothing to, to boost ourselves, eh? There's always stress. I know there isn't. There's assists. There is devil's bargains. But no one's around to assist you, right? Yeah. Well, maybe you could help me. Would Could you assist me by, like, giving me info on, like, the people I'm seeing? Yeah. You've got, like, um, Sorry, Facebook pulled up. The metaverse. Whoa, topical, Jesse. And um, 
you, you can see like little profiles of people like pop uh, on Shana's like with the contact lens. It's like, oh, Dick Van Dixon. Oh, he's a businessman. And um, that is the so last more of a Dick Van Dixon. No. He's the new NPC. He's the new PC. I'm I'm stepping in. <laughs> Profile says interested in women, but <laughs> with a name like that. Um, that is the last. Don't traumatize yourself over this. I can just no, no, no. Like that's the last one I can give before traumatizing myself. Okay, so then I get one dice. A five. It is a five. Guess crafts. <laughs> <laughs> He's something else. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So Shayna, you are out on this terrace, and you are kind of just trying to circle and chat and try to keep an eye out for who's making your way towards the door. And um, I mean, it's kind of maybe a little slim pickings. Like you know, it has to be like kind of the right kind of target of someone who's not going to be instantly like suspicious or standoffish. It's actually a young guy. He can. He's probably not even thirty. Um, he has long sandy brown hair and a ponytail and this like really nice jacket with blue piping uh, on the uh, lapel. And as he's kind of making his way towards the door, you get a sense that he seems a little bit nervous and you kind of roll up beside him and you're, what's your, what's your uh, pickup here? Oh God. I think I'm going to approach him with a uh, extra drink and be like, Hey, I'm Caroline. Uh, I don't know anybody here. What's your name? Uh, I'm I'm Zachariah. Uh, it's a pleasure to meet you, Miss Caroline. Hi, Zachariah. I've I've never seen you at any of Governor Varma's uh, parties before. No, this is my first time. I'm actually from uh, Voss. I'm here on uh, Emerald business. You know, the Emerald business. People <laughs> need emeralds now more than ever. There is a big, you know. They're more than just looking. No. <laughs> you might think of them as looking rocks, but they've got functions too. A lot, come step over this way. I have a booth. <laughs> Emeralds and you. I'm Caroline, the Voss Emerald salesman. It is my wedding day, but I made some time to tell you about Emeralds today. I get paid on commission. Um, I've really only been here since uh, this afternoon. I just flew in and... Uh, I've never been this far out. I feel a little out of place. I could use some kind of guidance or, you know, a local to show me show me the ropes. He nods eagerly and he says, um, uh, to, to tell you the truth, I, I mean, this is a, a beautiful party and it's uh, really lovely, but mostly I'm I'm here because my dad uh, is, is kind of not feeling well and he couldn't make it, but he wanted to talk to Governor Varma. So he sent me and, you know, if it were up to me, I'd really rather be home playing video games. But um, why don't we, you know, make the make the most of it? How about how about a, a date, Caroline? Sounds wonderful, Zachariah. He throws the drink back in one gulp and he hooks his arm around yours tightly. Zachariah marches up to the guy at this door and he says, uh, I'm with the uh, the Black Hill Supply Concern. I'm going to talk to Governor Varma tonight. And the uh, door guy seems to know and says, uh, he, he turns, you know, he turns into the parlor and he says, uh, Zachariah Black Hill of Black Hill Supply Concern and guest. <laughs> The flip side, I think the the complication on this five is that Zachariah is a young man with social anxiety who doesn't want to be at a house party and he is gripping onto your elbow like it's the only thing keeping him from drowning. 
<laughs> he is going to be glued to your side until you physically rip him off. That's a level. That's a level three clinger. <laughs> <laughs> we got a level three clinger over here in the VIP room. Very funny. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> but you can get a bunch of stuff on him then. What do you mean? Well, I mean, he must have an entire database of his family history. Yeah, I'm sure I could tell you stuff, but do you need me to tell you stuff about Zachariah? What's his favorite flower? Video games. Video. Yeah. Minecraft. Uh, whatever flower is in Minecraft, that's right. All of them is the beauty of Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> you can it make anything. It has to be square. Yeah. Voxels. Um, let's go back to... I want to actually jump into this. Um, so are you are you both on the ship? Or are either of you in the safe house? What's going on to the to the home team? Uh, yeah, I, I pictured Claire in the safe house originally because like it lets me see... Um, like this VIP area is like you said, mostly windows. So while I can't see into most of the house, I could at least see this. Sure. Okay. Clara has like the operating desk and it's kind of like a long room, like a, maybe like a living room that then kind of goes to the like office ish space. I mean, it's a safe house, so it's not like it has a great interior design, but it's a long room and like, I'd be like maybe on a couch half half awake, half listening, slash, like, watching, uh, like, some distance away. So we're not, like, really occupying the same space, but because it's this, like, projector, I'm able to at least follow the events. Leo, you are probably resting on the couch, trying to recover, and listening in as Clara leads the operations of this heist. Clara's really kind of in charge of this, which is cool. Yeah. That's right. When, from your position, where you're laid up, you can see um, Sparks start shooting from the handle of the door to the safe house. Uh, for the sake of like, then I won't say anything because then that makes it very clear that we're aware of their presence slash we are here and where we are. I like slink onto the floor. I'm going to say my like, you know, gun belt gun thing is a little bit ways away and I'm very painfully trying to like slowly crawl and inch my way towards it. The The spark cease and the door is kicked open. Clara, you definitely hear it and feel it. Um, you turn and see Leo on the ground trying to reach over to his gun. And um, in the doorway, you see two uh, tall uh, figures in like full body armor, like completely kind of unidentifiable, who burst in with uh, solid size artillery. And um, behind them, there is a third guest who is described in my notes. Nice to meet you described in my notes. I'm <laughs> dad. Nice. Um, as the dust kind of settles, you see stepping through this this opened door a tall, thin man, uh, Chinese, with really kind of stiff, um, uh, straight posture. He has a thin, elegant pencil mustache and combed over gray hair, maybe in his early 70s. Leo, it's a man you know very well. The One of the medical technicians who uh, was in charge of you at Quayama Solutions. Um, it's a man whose name you don't actually know, but who everyone in your unit referred to as Dr. Shakespeare. I'm just going to quickly tell both people in my ears, you're offline. Shut Jeeves off of uh, viewing mode. Um, if, I, if I can, I'd like to connect your feed so you can communicate so you're not totally in the dark, but, you know, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'll turn around and if I have time, grab my hat gun, which is like probably at a table nearby. Sure. These two like soldiers, these mercenaries, essentially, aren't seeming to actively attack or anything. They're just kind of holding position at the yeah. door. And um, the doctor, the good doctor, enters and uh, steps over to you. And he says, 
I'm here to talk to you, Leo. Please, can I help you up? What was, like, yeah, he's a doctor there, and yeah, like, I'm traumatized by those experiences. <laughs> but, yeah. like, was this guy good to me or bad to me? In, a, like, a blanket. He he cared about each of the, the soldiers at Koyama. So, like, whether or not you liked that and had a good relationship is up for you to decide. But his manner was always um, to treat you as best as you could be treated within the context of the job you were working. I, I accept his hand. He, uh, with some difficulty, helps you back onto the couch. Um, Clara, are you, like, doing anything here with your hat gun out? Shooting him with it just yet, but I'm being careful and wary and I'm keeping my distance. Dr. Shakespeare pulls a ratty stool over to the end of the couch and he sits down so he can face you, Leo. Mm-hmm. He says, um, I'm very disappointed to be missing the start of Governor Varma's party. Uh, well, you could still make the tail end. I intend to. But first, I needed to speak with you. I had to advocate fiercely to be allowed to deal with you myself. Do you understand that? Deal in what way? If my superiors had their way, it would be a very quick and final dealing with you. Mm-hmm. Mr. Vance, you have assaulted hegemony officers, including a member of Governor Varma's personal security detail on a planetary capital. And it feels like this is getting to a point. The point is you are making trouble, and you are making trouble for Koyama Solutions. There are hegemony officers who are aware of the existence of unlisted contractors such as yourself, and they will demand or even extort conciliatory funds from Koyama Solutions when incidents like these arise. You are becoming expensive. Well, my heart pumps piss for you. Well, Mr. Vance, you may not care about what will happen to Koyama Solutions, but surely you care, if not about your own well-being, than that of your crew. Would you like to see a Koyama detail sent after the lot of you? Would you like to see them imprisoned or executed for your mistakes? I think you know I wouldn't. So I need to ask you what you're hoping to achieve by causing such disruption so foolishly. I'm just trying to make a living. Yes. I thought it might be something like that. You could find a civilian job. It would be a waste of your talents, I know, but uh, it might be the smoothest course in the long run. What is it that you want me to do? What are you just here to these big fellows? Are they just going to take us all out? I don't understand what the plan. What do you want me to just go start sweeping floors and then we're good? What, what, what's. I'm not a Koyama negotiator. I insisted that I be brought here instead of an assassin in the hopes that I could find a mutually beneficial outcome. Mr. Vance, I do not wish to see you die. I am fond of all of my patients, past and present. Well, I'm dying because of what you did to me anyway. I'm aware of that. So what's mutually beneficial about this? What if you were not dying? (laughs) Okay. He stands up and he says... There's no need to prolong this, Mr. Vance. I will get to the point. I do not have absolute confirmation of this yet, but I am going to petition my superiors to extend to you the option of returning to your former position. And why would they want that? They already already tossed me away, said said we were obsolete. They don't want that, Mr. Vance. I want that. That is a preferable outcome for me. Did you not want it before? You couldn't stop it the first time around. What makes you think you could stop that the second time around? I'm not interested in debating uh, the past or ethics. I'm making you an offer. I think that with the progress we've made in recent years, we might be able to significantly 
delay further complications of your augments or even offer some manner of upgrade. Look, Doctor, you were always good to me and I appreciate that. Um, would you take, I gotta think about it. He reaches into his breast pocket and he pulls out a small paper business card. I am going to tell them that you conducted a canny and agile escape, Leo. This is a listing and a passcode for a facility on Warren. If you would like to work with me, I suggest you proceed to this facility at your soonest convenience. If not, I don't know what to tell you. If there are further disruptions, if there is a greater chance of criminal activity linked back to former Koyama employees such as yourself, they will not allow me to intervene again. They will take matters into their own hands. Well, I appreciate you making the house call, Doctor. You always did like my bedside manner. Dr. Shakespeare stands stiffly. He looks down at you. His expression is always very cold, even when you were working together, but um, he observes you for a long time, tracking the contours of the augs that are poking out at your elbow and at your knuckles, and he sort of um, frowns softly. He turns back to the door and to you, Clara. He gives a curt nod, and uh, he and his two detail uh, leave the safe house. One of them... uh, awkwardly and heavily like tries to pull the door back into its frame where it like sits crooked not. november you're in governor varma's study she just was sort of um berated by a mysterious familiar voice i think you did fail this skulk roll i mean unless you have any other vibes she's gonna come around to her desk in a second mm. november uh clears their throat uh I don't mean to alarm you. She, uh, she doesn't scream, but she gasps. What the hell are you doing in here? This is off limits. Sorry, miss. Uh, I want to make sure you're all right. You're already in here. You, you didn't, are you, what? <laughs> Do you think I'm stupid? Gaslight her. Oh yeah, keep going, keep going. Girl. No, no, no. You walked over to me and you asked me. <laughs> um, I apologize. Uh, I heard you coming up the stairs, um. With that, with that fellow and something about the, the look in his eye and I was concerned for your well-being, ma'am. How touching. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, keep it up, keep it up. Are you injured? Uh, no, of course not. It was just a, a disagreement between myself and the commander. Everything is fine. All right, so no special attention towards that for the rest of the evening. I rather think we have plenty to focus on. The commander is an upstanding hegemony officer, and he should be treated as such. Yes, ma'am. Is everything ready for the unveiling? Yes, of course. Great. How much time do we have? Around 20 minutes, ma'am. Oh, so soon. All right. Well, what are you still doing in here? Right. Five. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So you narrowly survived this altercation in Varma's office. Shayna, you have been brought into this VIP room with Zachariah Blackhill, your new your new boyfriend. <laughs> um, Zach. Zachy. Zachy. This room has, uh, you know, four or five like long sectional couches. Maybe some of them are curved into like uh, crescents or entire circles, like a conversation pit style. Like there's mm-hmm. lots of little nodes for people to have these kind of swanky conversations. There are some low tables set throughout with lots of uh, 
bar ingredients and people just making little cocktails and running them back and forth. It's like being in a very upscale club and um, through the windows, you can see like the beautiful lights and colorful uh, costumes of the performers out in the gardens. It's uh, really lovely in here. And then over kind of on the far end of the room again is that entrance to the gallery space. Assuming that we planned this from the beginning, I have some kind of little smoke bomb. Okay. Call it spy gear. You you really make that spy gear work for you. You wear that too load into the ground. And I want to like place a few in like pots and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting for Clara's word on sh- she would lock the doors and then I would set the thing at the same time. I'm just going to be trapped in here with them. I mean, how are you doing that? Zachariah is literally like not letting go of you. But I think I can at least finish my drink, put it on a tray and lead Zachariah and like a lap around like saying hi, hello and at trying to. Are you going to try to surreptitiously bomb, plant some bombs in this room (laughs) with a man one half a foot away from you? Indeed I am. Then you must roll skulk. (laughs) Cause that's batshit crazy. (laughs) Can, my eyeballs don't hurt me with skulk, right? No, because it's not about other people. Right. Four. That's Three. a one. Oh. I guess I could have taken a devil's bargain. Devil's is it too late for me to do that? Uh, devil's bargain is uh, you're going to get an extra die, and we're going to start a clock, which is Shayna discovered. Um, and it's going to be a eight-segment clock, and we'll fill up... Um, Two segments. How about if Jory fails, um, she has to marry Zachariah and he lives on the ship. <laughs> That's the wedding. Yeah. And we add another NPC. I mean, we would probably retire rich then. This one's the four. Six. Damn it. Woo. I'm off my groove. Uh, on a six, you are able to place three or four of these little smoke capsules around the room. Yeah, maybe Zachariah isn't even like he doesn't notice because he's like so nervous and anxious and all you have to do is keep up like a pretty banal stream of conversation to soothe him and he's like willing to do whatever. He's also, I think, drinking heavily. And, and I'm nice. helping him with that. He's like, he's like, girls just, they do that. They just put bombs on things. That's <laughs> just what girls do. And yeah, you you make a kind of lap. Zachariah, I think, is obligated to speak to a number of these people that are business partners or acquaintances of his father. Mm-hmm. So he's making a lot of these sort of requisite, like, oh, hello, how's your children? How's your dog? How's your dog's children? I think several times you're prompted to introduce yourself as like Caroline the Vazian crystal merchant. Caroline. <laughs> Caroline. Vazian merchant, mighty fine. <laughs> but yeah, the place is laced. Okay, so let's resolve um, Leo and Claire and kind of coming online, and then we'll be able to move more of the party stuff. Mr. Shakespeare leaves. Doctor, Mr. Shakespeare. Doctor, <laughs> Doctor, Mr. Shakespeare leaves. I slip you the business card, and I tell you to find out all that you can about the location. What am I? Just your lap dog? No, I just can't do this without you. I need you. Need me. All right. (laughs) (laughs) That was out of character. You can't change your mind, though. I'm not changing my mind. It's just mean. Clara's not going to say anything either way. Uh, I'm just going to put the stupid business card in my pocket. All right. Bug me later, old man. I uh, hobble back over to the couch. Actually, I'm up. 
I'll go get some milk. <laughs> yeah, I'll go to the store. No, like I'll I'll sit somewhere closer. Like uh, if there chair, another couch, something like that. Like I'll just be a little bit more present. Puts the business card away. We can talk about this when uh, our friends are not in danger. Um, but flip the presentation mode back on, Jeeves. He does the burr, burr, burr. keyboard comes out, projector comes out. Clara, kind of weirdly, uh, casually, because she just abruptly was like, I'm online, bye, uh, is like, you're on with Clara Radio. <laughs> uh, welcome back. Uh, where the fuck were you? Um, you know, it's a whole thing, and um, I actually would like to, like, patch Leo in. Hey, guys. Uh, looks like things are are going pretty good from what I saw. Number one, uh, didn't get... The tech bit in the computer, because the Legion is here, um, and uh, accosted Varma in her office about something rather. Anyway, uh, and I was in the office when that happened, and then she knew I was in the office, and was probably to talk to my superior. Anyway, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go look for the floor. Uh, anyway, I need to get into the... <laughs> I need to get into the room. So, uh, Clara, if you could tell me just how I might be doing that, I'd uh, surely appreciate it. That was so good. Uh, Clara's going to give you a... All right, Doc, let's uh, do some breathing exercises or something. I don't know those, but you've dropped a lot of stuff in my lap. Clara probably would have to focus on one of those things. Like, I can hack for you or I can find you the back door. Door first, hack second? Okay. I guess I will, as best I can, like, try to lead you around to the back door from what we got from the recon, but I don't know how accurate that is. Can you make a steady roll to see how accurate it is? Yes. All right. Um, I think you can get uh, November to the uh, entrance. I think it's a lot of stop and go. It's like a lot of like, oh, someone's coming. I think Clara like, hold on. And Clara being like, oh, that was the wrong door. Hold on. Um, As you're kind of navigating through. And I think it eats up a lot of time. I think that we are at T minus five minutes to Florb by the time November you round a corner in these like you know, like a big house would have these kind of servant quarters kind mm-hmm. of wrapped around. And this one runs along the length of the VIP room in the galleries. Um, and of course, the back door to the gallery does still have a guard in front of it. Mm-hmm. Um, although he's, you know, pretty relaxed. And when he sees another guard, he's not going to immediately jump to attention. Mm-hmm. Do we want to keep this or do you want to move into like the intervening time for Shayna? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Like what is what is 845 to 855 look like for you? And also you heard that the 19th Legion is here. Yeah. And also I have to keep us... Keep listening to whatever Zechariah is saying to me, too. I might have to um, head out a little early, um, Zachariah. Not yet. We're still good. I'd love to see the floor, but... Oh, Governor Varma's going to be here any minute. Oh, I, I can wait for... Yeah, I can wait a few minutes. Um, I just remembered I have some business at... Uh, but we will. you'll have a chance to talk to Varma. Don't worry. 849, uh, Commander Thrace enters the VIP room from the interior of the house. It's a large room, but not so large that he won't eventually survey everyone who's in it. Clara, any word on the doors? How do I say this in a way so that I won't get caught? 
I mean, I guess it's like fair enough to say that you can say like something covertly to me, and I could pick up mm-hmm. the, the bogey. Do you do you do you listen to the door? <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I, w- I went. I saw them when they were just a, a small band. They really they opened for uh, <laughs> you too. I, I don't know. I'm going to turn to Zachary and say, I'm so sorry. I have to visit the powder room. Do you mind if I leave you for just a moment? Oh, Governor Varma's going to be here, though. I mean, would you like to meet her? I mean, I mean, it's going to be... Do you have to? Zachariah, I need a shit. Please let me go. He uh, gingerly withdraws his arm and he gestures in a direction he thinks the bathroom might have been. Um. Okay, so I have a remote control over these bombs. So I'm, sh- I'm kind of beelining for the exit of this VIP room. To the earpiece, Clara, Clara, get on the doors in just a minute. I'm just, I've just got to get through the doors. I'm going to set the smoke. You got it? I'm fucking working on it. If I get too close to Thrace, I am setting off the smoke bomb and getting out of here. Um, so let's see if Clara is able to make that connection by whatever, uh, 8.55. You are in this hallway, this service corridor, you know, really honestly less than like 60 feet from Shayna, but separated by a pretty reinforced wall. Mm. You've got Clara's primary attention and you are hoping to hack it up somehow. What's up? Pharma did, did ask me if everything was good to go with the floor. That is a true fact thing that happened. Yes. Um, so I would like to ensure that everything is good to go with the floor. Okay. As is now my assigned duty. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like you to roll command, I think, to this random guard here. I, I have two out of the four of those, and it's not that one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about your specs. Yeah, well, this, I wasn't supposed to do this mission. <laughs> Take it with Leo. It's true. No, it's a one, baby. I think, yeah, just straight up you walk up to the door and you're trying to bluff and you're just like, uh... Uh, Governor Varma has asked me to take a look at the floor just to make sure everything's ready for the unveiling and the guy just gives you a like who are you? I'm, I'm a replacement worker Where's Johansson? I don't know, they didn't tell me Did Varma clear this? Yes, of course Yeah, let me, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get my superior down here Alright He goes for his walkie-talkie um, and he says yeah, we just need to do a check on the floor. If you could come into the service corridor uh, as quick as you can, we just got to get this resolved. And um, he waits idly in front of you. Do you do anything? Uh, go between his legs. I could. <laughs> you could. You could. I when could. mom fails, there's always rugby. Yeah. <laughs> the two stats. All right. Um, I would like to roll rugby. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Scrap him up. Okay. <laughs> I have one of those. No, it's a three. Oh, oh. shit. Nice. Okay, things are getting good. <laughs> um, I like it. This is how this game goes often. <laughs> um, November, you wait until you think he is starting to relax for like a fraction of a second. Your eyes are tracking his, uh, like the pace of his breathing on his neck. And you're like, he's gonna gonna lose it for a second. Um, and then you go, I think, to like tackle him down. He rears back, and with a surprising amount of force, I mean, this guy's a few inches shorter than you, he uh, pushes back and you slam up against the hallway uh, on the firewall, definitely taking at least a level one harm. You, Clara, here over uh, November's comms, this guy's walking, being like, we got intruder in the back hallway, we're gonna need uh, all all free hands to the service corridors. Honestly, I think I gotta trust, I don't know. I, can I try to close all the fucking doors? Uh, November has made no progress in terms of hacking this system, so it would be under that like extreme long shot. Let's say that in the back of your like setup, you have like 
just the most basic like password dictionary for just like a brute force attack and on like a double six you miraculously have like cracked it but otherwise not likely on a double six your password is one two three yeah yeah varma rules <laughs> fucking go for it I, I guess i gotta try okay you can do whatever you want baby two sixes <laughs> not even one six What'd you get? one a four and a two so on a four you have access to one system in one room for 10 seconds. After 10 seconds, your control will revert to the default. Yeah. Think I'm gonna abandon locking the VIP room because you already have the smoke alarms. I think I need to lock the door for you so that you can do one thing at a time and not be swarmed. November, do you wanna take another crack at this guy or what's up? Uh, like I guess. Clara's I'm like, just go for the skull. <laughs> My scramble roll is better, and I would love to roll scramble instead of scrap. Like, I just, I just want to like get out of my way. Yeah, I could, I could buy like this is Clara like locking three of the doors and like telling you which ones open, and then like sealing it shut so that you know mm -hmm. um, the guards maybe are rushing into like an empty room kind of thing. Yeah, you'd probably end up. Do you want to get into the floor broom? Well, we have to steal a florb. Okay, so I think I would give you a scramble roll with an assisted, like a bonus die from Clara's control over the doors, if that's what you want to do. Okay. We'll take three dice. Yeah. Scramble. A five. Okay. Um, it's 8.57. Shayna, you see Governor Varma enter the VIP room herself, and she's about to, like, uh, you know, tinkle the glass and announce to everyone that it's time for the unveiling of the floor. You are gritting your teeth. She's like on one end of the room. Commander Thrace is on the other end. You're trying to hope no one's like picking your smoke bombs back out of the potted plants. And you're also trying to keep an eye on the door. Clara is not answering you. Maybe as you're like walking by, you hear the, the faintest like thud or thump from inside the wall. And the camera pans through the wall of this manor house where uh, November just tries to shove this guard down. Um, I think you maybe try to give him like a bit of a quick kick, but otherwise you're just making a beeline towards the door, which Clara has unlocked for you. Uh, and you are in the, uh, main smallest and furthest, uh, display room of Governor Varma's gallery. There are two guards here who are, um, they're coming towards the door that you just entered and they're like, where, where are we going? What's up? The intruder. <laughs> okay. Uh, and they burst past you through the hallway to go like pick up the guard you've got you know seconds to capitalize on here oh yeah um there is a uh pillar in the center of this room a square plinth that has this uh cage around it that's like um like a frosted glass you can see like the sense of what's inside but not what it actually is made of the hardest most indescriptible vasian crystal it's good shit um <laughs> Oh, the people dress like baddies, though, there. <laughs> You're going to have, like, 15 seconds both before Varma starts leading people in here and before these guards start figuring out what's up. Shane is on smoke bombs. Claire is trying to get as much control as she can. What's going on? Oh, you also got a five, so let's let's put two more ticks on this clock. <laughs> uh, I'd love for them to roll a six right about now. Be good. Leo, you get, a, you get a, a stitch in your side, and you go, oh, but then after a minute, it passes. <laughs> And drink some water. Is this thing uh, alarmed? Undoubtedly. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, 
I think it's like frantic comes like I need like I need everything now. <laughs> I have like ten seconds. Well, I can yeah. definitely set this smoke bomb. Do that now, because we're about to get um, proper fucked. Well, I def I do the. Hopefully, all the uh, all the smoke comes up, and the VIP room is pretty quickly um, filled with smoke that you can't really see very well in front of you. You hear the sound of uh, slightly asynchronous hissing from, you know, 50 or 60 feet away down this gallery hallway. There is a confusion and a panic kind of rises up and you hear the sound of guards kind of coming in. There is a distraction. I mean, right now they were called to the service corridor, but now they're being called to the VIP room. And uh, I think especially you can see down the main um, floor, like you've got a kind of straight shot down this gallery um, and you can see the the line of people at the far end turning and panicking. The people that are already in um, being told to evacuate the gallery immediately. The guards further along are there to just like secure these pedestals um, and, you know, tell every living person here just to get out because mm-hmm. um, Governor Varma doesn't want any uh, issues with her gear, her artifacts. The smoke bombs are set off. You... What are you going to do? This will be helpful for maybe like a scramble roll to get out of here. Mm-hmm. You don't have the floor yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, we're here to get the floor. I was wondering if the smoke bombs would like set off like a different alarm. There's definitely an alarm going off. Okay. For sure. Okay. Oh, I so see. So if I set off a second alarm, it's not like the worst TM. <laughs> It'll be. Uh, It'll be bad. Tell me about setting off this alarm. Uh, I mean, I want to. I want to take the floor and get the fuck out of here. Um, do you have any cool gear to like secure this thing? It's like locked in this pedestal to not be removed. Spiky. <laughs> Spiky. <laughs> uh, I, I think I'm going to probably uh, hail Ox, saying that we're going to need a speedy exit here. Yeah, what else is new? <laughs> no shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I feel like we've done like laser cutting before. Uh-huh. Um, so if this is laser cuttable, mm-hmm. um, that. Is there a role that would be good here? Maybe rig? Because uh, you're trying to like finally like retrieve this delicate art object. Mm-hmm. Doctor? <laughs> this, would be, this would be a great example of I'm a doctor, not. Yeah, um, but it's like if I, so if I, if I push myself to like the, the top of like the stress track. Do I get to like do my action? I would I would say so. Okay. I would say this would be the thing you would do, and that would be like curtains for today. Right. You know, it's worth thinking what kind of what trauma would you take and how would that kind of like manifest here? And that will also help clarify like what actually happens on screen. Mm-hmm. Join me in reckless. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's paranoid. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Then if you would like to take that, you could push yourself and you could make a rig roll to get this thing out of here. Mm-hmm. Which I will roll with my doctor reading. The four. Doctor seven. You are standing alone for a window of maybe 20 or 25 seconds in the innermost sanctum of Governor Varma of Clovis on the moon of Baftoma. In front of you, glowing slightly from within, is this... Uh, bubbled organic crystal cage in which the floor is sitting 
You look back over your shoulder one final time. The guards are busy dealing with a crush of harried and worried uh, fancy folk uh, in their in their delicate, luxurious um, outfits and quaffed hair as they run around this smoky room. Some of them you can even hear or maybe imagine are laughing at the silliness, sure that they're never in any actual danger. You're in a lot of danger. I wonder what thoughts cross your mind as you pull out this... Um, maybe like medical grade, like laser incision tool, and you with the steady hands of a professional doctor set to work trying to extract this florb from its crystalline exoskeleton. Are you thinking about the jobs you've been pulling off with your crew, the amount of danger your captain seems to be constantly putting you in, the fact that no matter where you go on whatever planet you set foot on, there's always danger, there's always a threat, there's always something chasing you, never allowing you to rest or recover? Mm-hmm. I think it's that um, there's, there's like no proper recovery. No one's ever well. So yeah, this, it's like, it's the montage of like, this surgery on the crystal is just like you know a montage of november's hands like patching everybody up like over and over again and it just like speeds up and goes faster and faster the top of this like domed cubist sh- structure uh comes away in your hand and you set it on the floor and you pick up the florb of governor varma the florb is a sculpture about a foot tall made of plastic and metal It is roughly humanoid with huge shining eyes, but its torso features an intricately worked metal plate in it, and horn-like plastic protuberances shoot straight out of its skull. It has a smooth, round, beak-like mouth, but on some parts of the exterior, you can see fine shreds of what look like hair or fur clinging to the surface. Yeah, that'll give me nightmares later. (laughs) Yeah, it's... Do you know what it is? Is it a Furby? It's a skinless Furby. Jerry knows about Furbies. I can can tell a Furby from... (laughs) 20 paces. (laughs) Why? Why? It's a valuable precursor artifact. Ew! Ew! (laughs) It turns on. No! Hello. I love you. Okay. (laughs) I find Furbies extremely disturbing. Okay, cool. I didn't know we had a CW Furby on this one. Um... (laughs) Maybe it could have been a raggedy Ann. Uh, no, this is great. Cool. <laughs> Awful. Yeah. So remember, you pick it up, you turn around. Are you going to get on comms? Are you going to hand this off to Shayna? Are you going to disappear and meet back up with Evan at the ship? How are you out of this scene? Yeah, I don't I don't know that November wants to like be near people like at all. Mm-hmm. I think it's very much like a get me the fuck out of here. These people are like laughing and like whatever like you know they're just there's no the cognitive dissonance of like oh this silly party and november's like i'm gonna die yeah Mm -hmm. you with your head down march through the smoky vip room i'm gonna say that as you do you pass close enough to shana to see her and recognize her in the smoke no (laughs) no i mean like it sure november like subconsciously like recognizes it but there's like there's no eye contact there's no nothing um, they look quite haunted. But I, I also see. Okay, so I would see you and just like try and follow you out. Sure. I think on the, that was a mixed success. So yeah. um, we're going to fill up that clock. Mm. Shayna. Consequences to my actions. Let's go. I think, yeah, Leo 
you are talking to Ox. She's bringing the ship. She's warming it up. But I mean, you're in like the middle of a city, right? Like she can't really move from the port. I'm suggesting that uh, we should move this like from like we should be packing up our yeah. hideout here. Yeah. Transitioning into the ship and then like smashing through the wall to pick them up if we have to and get it. It's, it's going awry. Shayna, you are, you see November walk right past you, not with like the assuredness of the plan going well, but just with this complete uh, detachment and and sort of dull expression that maybe chills you a little bit. Um, And you're turning around, you, you know, you know where you were standing and where the door was and you're trying to just maybe make a beeline out at this point. And um, hand on the shoulder, the voice of Commander Thrace. What are you doing here? I was actually just leaving by. He is going to attempt to restrain you physically. Yeah, I'm going to attempt to not let him. Ooh, what do you want to do? Duck and run. You want to scramble out? Yeah. Okay. Four. Shayna, you throw his arm off and you try to just head down, power through the smoky room. I mean, it's been 90 seconds. The guards are flooding in. They're starting to disperse the smoke um, as best they can. Governor Varma is uh, calling out for more backup. And at the door, there are uh, a ton of people, like guards assembled. The they're talking to and and um, interrogating the kind of casual doorman VIP guy. You uh, walk up to this group of people, and I guess just like attempt to shove yourself through them, but they're really trying to like keep a keep a lockdown on everyone mm-hmm. in this room. I'm going to say that maybe you have to get like a little physical. Mm-hmm. It's it's you like pushing through this door and people trying to stop you and you lashing out with your arm. And I think maybe even like uh, in the in the tussle, one of like the window shatters. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone around screams as like, you know, in the midst of this smoky room, there's suddenly the sound and feeling of spraying broken glass. You are uh, tumbling down the lawn, these like long sloping stairs, um, and you have a couple of guards on your heels, a couple staying back. Uh, You are going to take, um, yeah, probably another shot. (laughs) You get shot a lot, Shayna. I have three shots on my... uh... Jesus Lord. Leo and Clara, what's up? What does this look like, this extraction? Shayna is, you're like, Shayna's coming down the lawn towards the front gate. Um, everything's in a total panic. And you see her take another hit. Not her first one today, even on her wedding day of all days. <laughs> Imagine getting shot thrice on your wedding day. It's like getting shot on your wedding day. Um, is this mostly a Leo show? No, I mean, I'm still like, it's, it'd still be your show. I mean, I just made the call, but like, I'm, I'm worse for wear. Lower the bridge thing for people to hop on. And um, I'm going to put you in charge of like reaching out to Shayna, get her on the ship because she's also struggling. And I'm going to hack on people who come out to them. I can try. Shayna, you stumble forward. And um, at this point, you are, you're pretty shaken. And it's very, very comforting to feel the familiar arms of Leo Vance catch you and stop your fall. Um, the gate of the uh, of the estate looks like it's been blown at some point. Um, and Leo and Clara are there hustling you back towards the ship that's in the street. Um, as, as more guards kind of surge up towards the front, Clara pokes out and she makes the pew pew sound with her mouth. 
to discharge her silent hat. No, the gun says pew pew. That's what's funny. Oh, okay. The gun goes pew pew yeah. in a normal man's pew yes. pew. Um, <laughs> disabling these guards' guns. And uh, like so many times before, it's a it's a frantic mad dash away from a job that's broken bad, taking a lot of heat, taking a lot of damage. And this time, when you get onto the bridge and, and Ox starts immediately lifting the ship up, Where's your doctor? Where's November 7? Yeah, I mean, I feel like November, like, being paranoid means, like, I have to hide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to hide until I know it's absolutely safe, which, you know, might, like, take a day. <laughs> sure. Shana, are you just going to give the order for the ship to go? No, I'm going to try and, or is she not, you're not on this ship at all. No. So, yeah, so the, it's um frantically, like... November, where are you? November, get back on the ship. November, I saw you. Where are you? Where are you? You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the comm piece is, like, off. Captain, we have to go. We Captain! Leave this planet. <laughs> okay, we we have to take off, but we, I, we are going to hide somewhere and um, go into somewhere in the outskirts of Baptoma and try and find, try and contact November the houndstooth flies out of the city of Clovis, floorless, uh, and Novemberless. Uh, Oxana is uh, steering because Shayna is too injured, but there's no one around to treat Shayna, and Oxana is not confident in her flying abilities, and it's a shaky ride over the hills of garbage. Clara, you watch as the city where your mother lives and works falls behind you, where you told your siblings you might have time to come back after the job and see your family. The blue-gray walls of Clovis fade from view. The endless desert of trash of Baftoma floods the view of the cockpit. And somewhere in the city, November rests. Thank you for listening to our three-part trash arc. What will happen next to our fractured crew and what strange plots are being enacted among powerful forces in Procyon Sector? Tune in in two weeks to find out. Bye.